0: All I- right. Massive number of people have been upgrading. Yes. There you go. You see the graceful room that you were talking about before. The race we've got yet again. And a victor then goes. Victory to an American, Andy Hampton. The belt to go by. He looks at the Colombian rider. How are you doing? Straight past Santiago Patero. And he's coming up to Pantani. Well, from is. Uh... The last few hundred meters as we come towards the finish of this monumental stage. In Arv- as we start to approach the line now, Pantani grits deep and accelerates and over the line. he's going now to win stage number 15. Sepkus, an emotional finish from Durango in the USA. Sepkus wins. Okay, let me know. It's intro had good audio, mic went silent. Let me know if I'm back on. Uh, Victor, um, give me a, a mic check if we, uh, any any audio we need. Um, I'm showing every, everything's good here. So um, hopefully I'm, I'm back in. Uh, double check on some of these other issues. Let's go into my sounds. Roadcaster Pro, input, output, roadcaster Pro. Okay, sounds great now. Okay, stage 11. We we had it. Yesterday was a barn burner. It was it was fantastic. Pilla bill bow winds um, in a breakaway and it was uh off the charts hot. It was like the 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 center of the earth or the the center of the sun. It was super hot and um, There you go. Victor says great sound now. Thank you. Um, And today it had a little bit of rain. There was a little bit of a crosswind going on and we had a breakaway going. And those riders were uh, Andre Amador of EF Education, uh, Matthias Lavelle of Arkea Samsic, and then Daniel Oss of um, Total Energy. And they they went up the road. And then we had, it was the inevitable. It was going to be a sprint day all around and that's what we had. So uh, I'll get right to it. Uh, Crosswinds. Uh, they they tried to to make this uh, somewhat special, but it wasn't going to happen. Um, the break got away. Here's to give it a little loop. The last last week uh, there's lot of Sudal. They haven't done shit this race. Uh, Clermont Ferrand to Malun, uh, 170. What did we say? 179 point uh eight kilometers for the full stage There was a cat four a cat four a sprint spot in the middle and a cat four but nothing really concrete so uh, these riders get off the break uh what, four or five kilometers in it's the, the three that they end up staying for the day amador Laval, and uh OS. and um they take the three the sprint points and then the Cockard and whatnot come up there and Phillipson takes it. Phillipson is just flying right now. Okay. And we're going to talk about that in the sprint. I, sorry. Spoiler alert. Phillipson wins in the sprint, in the sprint. Uh, but I'm more interested in, there you go. Uh, that That's the uh, over Cockard. Cockard is, is look, he's, he's being consistent. He's trying on the sprint points and, but Phillipson it just has it in his legs right now. And his team manager, made a comment uh, to the press today, I think it was on the cycling podcast um, that he is, going well he's getting over the climbs well he's he's fit he's doing good yeah you know, mads petterson even to mention yesterday how yesterday wasn't a struggle it was he goes you know early on there was a lot of breaks and attacks and stuff he goes but then i was fine and then i just sat in and it was not uh, it was actually an easy day and for the most part everyone had a tough time yesterday so that's not for everybody and i think the guys like mads petterson Who's very fit and he can get over climbs easier than some of the others. Uh, and then Philipson, Yasser Philipson of Alpason Phoenix, he gets uh, of Alpason Sudal. What is Alpason uh, Decoinic? Uh, they, they, they. It's all incestuous here. Um, He gets over the climbs well, and he's just super fit right now as well. It might be interesting to see what happens in the later part of the the tour, but one person we'll talk about and we'll break down these sprinters uh, is uh, Grunewagen. So for the most part, it was really boring. It was just a bunch of guys out there uh, trying to stay away ahead of the break. Uh, At one point, Daniel Oss is the only one left. He keeps pushing on, but it's really inevitable. These two guys are there. Um, Amador sits up. Then it's a Daniel Oss. There was some shades of uh, some some rain that hit the, the race today, but it didn't threaten the finish. Everyone stayed upright. Spoiler alert on that one. Um, but for the most part, there was a, a point where they took a left-hand turn and there started to be a crosswind. And they were concerned about what can actually happen. You can see the flags out here blowing. But the teams didn't take it on. We've seen that before in the past where um, teams... Uh, uh, at the point it was to coin our quick step. They really put on the show for the crosswinds. Lance Armstrong's teams have done that as well uh, with uh, the postal service, put on the show with the crosswinds and they, they shed everybody out and they get spit out and it makes a whole big change for the GC. It didn't happen today we didn't no one no one made a big issue about that so that wasn't the case uh anyway coming in here 2.1 to to go the sprinters teams are lining up matthew Vanderpool wasn't feeling well whether he's been sick there's rumors that he was and it's actually his team had said yesterday he wasn't doing well so even though he, we saw him out in the break there yesterday kind of doing um, um crazy stuff with wow getting up the front but he was not feeling so good, so he didn't really do much of a, 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 a lead out for Phillipson. but Phillipson gets, and, and by the way, we're gonna break this down a little bit here, but Phillipson is riding exceptionally well, and Phillipson is the fastest sprinter we have in the tour, but he's also making great decisions. And today, there was no issues with him possibly chopping anybody or coming across their line or deviating his own line, and he did the straight sprint. Coming in here, 2.1, teams are lining out. You've got Uno X, you've got Lotto Sudel, you've got the Alpes and Phoenix, you have uh, Christoph Laporte leading out Wout. You have uh, Lotto Destiny trying to lead out Caleb Ewan, which is in there. And even Trek gets up there a little bit. Uh, Bahrain, Merida is up there. Um, uh, Jayco for Grunewagen. It's interesting, though, that you've got Jakobsen for uh, Quick Step. You've got um, Caleb Ewing for Lotto Sudal, uh, uh, Destiny, or whatever they are. Sudal, I don't know. Caleb Ewing's team, and those guys are almost non-existent in the sprint. I don't know if they're having trouble, like just going for it. If they're they're, they're hesitant, but two point one k to go. The, the teams are lined out here in the front. The teams that I mentioned. You've got Lotto, uh, or sorry, Alpesen is at least leading out. Um, Jasper Philipson. Uno X is at least getting their guy up there as well. You can look at this 800 uh, inside the one K Alpeson guy on the front. You have Lotto. Then you have the, the Christoph, uh, f- uh pulling out Wout. Then you have a uh, Caleb Ewing is up there and on his wheel is Alpeson Phoenix, uh, Jasper Phillips. And then you've got the uh, Bora team and then two Trek littles, little treks. And then uh, Burmai, Germai, sorry, binium um, 612 to go. You've got, um, Grunewagen's teammate hits the front, as does Christoph Laporte, trying to a little bit. You also have Lotto Destiny hitting the front there for, um, uh, what's his name, Caleb Ewing. And then over on the right-hand side, you have uh, Little Trek trying to lead out, Mads Pedersen. A lot of just individuals. There's not, I mean, there's maybe one, uh, look, you've got Wout has a teammate. Uh, little uh, Mads Pedersen has a teammate and Gronerwagen has a teammate. Other than that, you really don't have teammates leading anybody out and it's just simply a matter of who can we get to um, jump different wheels for. Um, 515 meters to go. Uh, the Jayco team is is setting up perfectly for Gronerwagen. Um, but he does have to peel off here. It's, it's hard to say exactly 350 to go. It's a little far out for a sprinter, a main sprinter, even someone like Grunewagen to really hit the front. But he does hit the front here, and he takes it off, and he he's looking very good. Bauhaus is up there in the middle. Um, uh, what's his name here? Mads Pedersen is up there. But then we'll maybe hopefully I'll get an overhead view here of uh, Phillipson really doing a move. Riding Caleb Ewing off the wheel and getting on right wheel in in a very good way, clean way. And then Grunewagen just leads him out. And And there is a difference here. Grunewagen, there's definitely a difference between him and Bauhaus who comes in third. But there is an extreme difference between Philipson and the field. And Philipson takes this, what, an easy bike length win over everybody. And then there's a gap. There's a gap in the field. And you do have um, the yellow jersey coming over, Vinnico, quickly over uh, the top there. So here's here's kind of the move. Let's see if we can see this here. I'll back up just a slight bit here. So right here, Wout is on Gronerwagen's wheel, and and they cut in just a tad bit late here, but. Philipson had sprinted up from the side. Maybe he was about eight people back. He sprints up from the side. And what he does is he easily comes in front of Wout Van Erd here. And Wout's well, not super into the sprinting, I think, but comes up here. He gets on Gruner wheel very clean. There's no problems here. And then he gets a clean ride up to the front. And Gruner hits the, and then Phillipson is just on his wheel. And it's, it's, a, it's a clear shot here. Kristoff over on the left just doesn't have the speed at all. Look at the speed at which Philipson passes everybody. Easily holds on. Bauhaus tries to come up. Can't quite get it over Grunewagen, who took the sprint from 350. So um, too, a little too much, a little too late or too early. Cullcard gets up there. We got Peter Sagan. People, look at that. Look at the bearded uh, fool back there. Uh, Peter Sagan coming in, I think, eighth or ninth place. We'll take a look at the full. Uh, Brian Kokard Permanator, uh, Grunewagen, was a little uh, disappointed and uh, tried really hard. So you had Philipson, Grunewagen in second, Bauhaus in third. It was a solid one, two, three. There, w- there was no question about who was first, who was second, who was third. Kokard comes in fourth, Mads Pedersen in fifth, uh, Alexander Kristoff in fifth, Mazzato in seventh. Uh, Peter Sagan pulling himself up. That's the first time we've really seen him close to the front. We've seen him on the back, but not the front. Uh, Van and, uh, Sam Wellsford. I think it's Sam Wellsford. Uh, I think there, I think that's his name. Um, coming in uh, 10th place, uh, Phillips and four stage wins. Now some can say, was he really, was it four out of four or four out of five? The fifth stage was the one Mads Pedersen won, which had a bit of a kick up heel. The fact that he was even there was surprising and amazing. And, uh, all about, um, Matthew Vanderpool. Um, Four to four, maybe four to five. I don't know. It depends on what you want to say. What you can take away from today is the Astra Phillipson did the best job of surfing. Now it's a bit disappointing. Let's see what else they have here. So he gets up. There comes Vinigo over the top, and he's you know, no change in the GC, 17 seconds, uh, 240 over Hindley. Uh, 4.22 over Rodriguez. Rumor has it, Rodriguez went to movie star. So we'll see about that. pillow had moved out to 4.34. Yates, Yates at 4.39 and 4.44. Pitcock at 5.26. Gadu at 6.01. And Sepku 6.45. Um, tomorrow, Roan to whatever. And it was stage 12. And it looks like it's going to be a bit of a barn burner. A little warm-up for the stuff we have coming on. A 3, a 3. Sprint spot a three, a two, and two. This might be, this might be one that you see um, the uh, pink polka dot jersey and Nilsson Palace trying to actually take take on. Okay, so what's what's kind of the takeaway from today? One is Philipson is by ha- hands down the fastest sprinter we have in the group. There's no no doubt about that. You saw his top end there uh, easily surpass uh, Wagon, who's a power sprinter, uh, although. Grunewagen has been getting over climbs. You shouldn't have expected him, uh, the stage that had uh, the bit of a climbing with Phillipson coming in second and Mads Pedersen winning. You shouldn't have expected him there. And yet he was. He's usually a guy you're going you know, to dump. Which uh, Matt White, his uh, DS for um, Jayco, uh, heard an interview with him today. And he's like, look, things are now. This is obviously PR as well. He's like, look, things are on par. We're looking good. He's fitter than we've ever had him before. He's in a different way. We have sprints coming up at the last week, and we're expecting him to do well and getting better. You, you've seen it. And we'll maybe we'll look at um, Groner Wagen's placings over the last week, the uh, first uh, 11 stages, and he's been getting better and better and better on all those sprints. Now, he's still a touch off. But you know what I loved about what he did today was um, look, we're not going to follow Phillipson. Phillipson actually didn't have a train. I'm going to just take this race on as I need to do. And I think that's what these all these guys need to do. They're, Caleb ewan is, um, I don't want to say a joke, but he and Jakobsen are, are really having trouble. Jakobson's not even up there. And then everyone's trying to cue off of uh, Phillipson. And the reality is, if you think you're a top sprinter, do what you have to do to win. Don't worry about what someone else is doing. Uh, maybe if that guy's having a bad day, maybe he doesn't take the right line, maybe he picks the wrong wheel. So why cue yourself off of him and just do what you can do to make yourself the best uh, st- uh, uh, racer for that moment? And we're not seeing that from uh, Caleb Ewan at all. And um, what we are seeing is from Phillip then, that he is uh, doing that in spades and one, two, three, fours uh, specifically. And he's looking good doing it. Okay, let's take a look at Grunewagen. I actually want to take a look at his, uh, his stage finishing. So, uh, stage 1, 147, 156, then he was 8th. That's the first sprint. 14th, 154, uh, so I think 14 was another one. Uh, 161, and then 5th, 4th, then, you know, 2 in the almost 200s, and then 2nd. So, he's got one, two, three, four of the sprints that we've basically had, the, the, the wins by uh, Philipson. He's been in the top 10. And he went 8th, 5th, 4th, and 2nd. So he's definitely improving. Uh, it's very impressive. Now, Phillipson obviously is is going 1st, 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 1st. Phil Bauhaus, we've seen him. He's got a 2nd, a 3rd, and a 3rd, and a 7th in there. So he's been doing fine. I think that's about as best as he can do. Those guys, the other ones, have to fail for him to do well. Um, Cocard, he... A 4th, 8th, 6th, and a 4th. Uh, once again, I think that's Cocard's uh, top... Um, Let's take a look at this hair. Brian Cockard, what, what's what's going on with your hair? I I don't know it uh it looks groovy here but this this last bit that's like wind windblown tunnel stuff here. It's not it's not attractive, dude. Uh Mads Patterson, we obviously know he got the win and he's got the the fifth place from today. Um he's kind of all over the board, but he needs a specific type of sprint to to really have. It. Uh Christoph, Alexander Kristoff um, disappointing. I just don't think he, I think he's at the peak of his career where he's just not gonna be able to he's seventh, ninth, sixth. That's about where he can do it. Uh how old is he? He's 36. So no offense. I know Mike Woods just won a stage, but uh, you know, you know Mike Woods putting that on you. We're not even gonna click on Peter Sagan. Um let's go. Gurmai. He has he had a third and that's his only top 10. And I'm kind of surprised by that. I thought he was a better sprinter than that. But um yeah, he's I think he's just running into some trouble with which is mostly Phillips and then um his placings as far as being able to put to position himself. Caleb Ewing today was 15th place. He had a third, a second, and then he's got a 15th on today. And and maybe we can go back. It was hard. I want I want to take a look at uh let's see if I can find uh Caleb Ewing in this mix here. Let's go. Uh, let's go back to the the video and see if we can see Caleb Ewan. Is this Caleb Ewan here, or is this his Lotto Destiny uh, teammate? So Jasper wins. Um, let's go to the teams here. Lotto Destiny. Okay, Caleb Ewan is the top top sprinter for them today. So he he takes off here. He's got. I mean, he had teammates leading him out, and. I mean, he's really the, the last and the worst of this whole group. I don't know what he's doing. He's just sitting there me I mean, look, it could very well be. He doesn't even try. How does he get fifteenth? Is that fifteen guys there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. So he's <laughs> the back end of this group here. Uh he doesn't really try. Uh I mean, like, there's a short distance between Phillipson and where um Caleb Ewing is in this paint, but um, you know, for the most part. Uh, Caleb Ewing, I don't know, a little disappointed. If you're just team, let's back this up here because you're coming into the finish. You've got a lead out as it Mets gets, I think, leading out Grown Away again. You've got Bauhaus, Phillipson, um, Wout, but back it up just a bit before. In the second wheel, you have a lotto, lotto guy. I, I, I don't know what's going on I, look your your maybe your better chances here guys is instead of uh, i'm gonna have a guy lead everything out how about a guy that just leads you out okay just takes him moves you out to the front and takes that on uh, that might be the better uh the better chance to do that um uh yeah okay so maybe we'll we'll be done with caleb unit uh, victor wants to see the the usa Riders contenders let's let's take a look at how the usa did here I think that's a great idea. That's something I was doing uh, for the, what do you call it? The Giro. So we we'll do all teams, and then we're going to do all nations. We're just going to go for the USA. Now, look, Victor, just letting you know, uh, there's not many sprinters. We, back in the day, we had the few sprinters. We had Freddy Rodriguez, who got uh, second place, I think, is the best he ever got in the Tour de France. I think he may have won a stage in the Giro. Uh, but that's the best he could do in a sprint. George Hincapie was another guy that was kind of sprinting, and then he ended up morphing him away when, later on in his career, too. I'm a good lead-out guy for Mark Cavendish. We did have Tyler Farrar, who rode for Garmin, and he, as Tyler would be, uh, was a good sprinter. Um, did he win a stage of the Tour de France? I don't believe he won a stage of the Tour de France. Uh, we can we can double-check that. Let's let's do that right now. Tyler Farrar. Is that how you say it? Yeah, that's how you spell it. Um, I think he's a fireman up in Washington now. Uh, Tour de France stage st- he did win uh, two times uh, Tour de France uh, Italy, and he did win a stage in the two thousand and eleven Tour de France. So let's take a look. let's double check that Tour de France sprint, sprint, sprint. Look at that, he won um, he it, with part of the TTT, and then he won the next day uh, as a sprint over Roman Felu. So yeah, there you go, USA. But we're, for the most part, I'm just kind of giving you this idea. Sprinters and Americans, um, as far as the Tour de France goes, not so much. Uh, but let's take a look and see how. So today wasn't, oops, Switzerland It's not the U.S. Two riders from Switzerland. Sepkus, coming in 10th. 44th was Matteo Jorgensen. Uh, oh, this is GT. Um, Sepkus, lost in Craddock, 209. Mateo Jorgensen loses 209 today, along with Nielsen Palace. Palace sits up on the finish. I think that's very smart. You're not there for the GC. You're there to get the KOM. Why risk yourself getting crashed out? You come into the last 3K or so and you just sit up, pull the plug. Uh, Easy going. Kevin Vermaka. Uh, as far as GC goes, Sepkus, top 10. Look, I am very curious, and I wish someone in the media would actually ask this question of Sepkus, which is, or the team, why are you having him ride? Uh, for general classification in the Tour de France, he does his job. Typically, you see him sitting up. He doesn't really care, but he's pushing himself to the finish. Some of that we've we've broken down here is important because you're actually helping your teammate um, Vinigo, making sure that he, if he needs support, you're still there. We've saw that a bunch with Roglic, where Roglic would attack. Next thing you know, he's kind of like soft pedaling or whatnot sap comes back to him does some more work he t- attacks blah 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 that's the kind of thing some of that is happening but you're definitely seeing like uh on the de dome he just continued over the finish he's kind of pushing his way home or he lops on to the next uh rider that's going there i don't know if the team feels like that's necessary for him to to get a top 10 if he's asked to get a top 10 and he wants to keep riding or if they think that he should be doing that for a strategy reason which is The team's now got two guys. If you send Kasepp up the road or maybe he's still a danger, maybe there would be an issue. Okay. Um, That's uh, kind of what we have that part. Okay. Um, So there's our Americans. What do we have coming up here for stage 12? We've talked about this. I don't know what just happened. Uh, Let's go back to... There we go. Profiles, stage 12. This is tomorrow, Thursday. Like we said, there's some threes, threes, three, two, twos. Uh, Friday, we're going to get that. That's the HC at the Grand Colibier. And then on the weekend, we're looking at uh, from Morzine over to Los de la Sol. Uh, the Juplan on Saturday and then sunday another cat 2 finish so i'm really looking friday through saturday through sunday i'm sorry is going to be actually great finish and so it, we're going to be looking good so uh, fun times and then um, i believe we have a, a monday's rest stage we come in immediately to an individual tri- time trial on the tuesday wednesday up to uh, corsheval oh my word that's that's great wednesday up to cold, uh, no, that's a sprint pulling me Thursday. Whoops. I'm getting ahead of here. Friday or, or Saturday. This is over in the weekend, stage 20 Saturday. Uh, a little bit of a, a, a so it's going to be a little bit of a declimactic, uh, situation then coming into Paris. So, um, Anyway, well, I'm really looking forward to this next week. This next week is going to be great. Victor says, thanks for showing the Americans. Absolutely. Uh, let's take a look at two quick news stories. Um, and these are from Cycling News. Uh, Cycling News, so I don't actually get to read the full context of this. American looks for six Grand Tour win as Super, super Domestique. Uh, The margins between Jonas Vingo and Tadej Pogacar remain wafer thin as the Tour de France passes its midway point with just 17 seconds separating the two top overall standings and even less dividing them in the national power ranking. Vingo has the jersey, but Pogacar has the momentum. Pogacar has the individual virtuosity, but Vingo has the team. Any argument in favor of one, in other words, Finds a compelling counterargument to support of his, in support of his rival. Sepkosz perhaps the most valuable mountain domestique professional. Why did I read this? Because that's that's all they that's all they let me have. Um, any other news stories? Wagon sees Tour de France duel with Philipson as fight until Paris. I believe that's true. Uh, Dumoulin criticizes Wout for his stage ten tactics. Um, I didn't understand why Belgium wasted energy. I think that's true. Uh, look, Yumbo. Yeah, and, and we'll just finish here. Uh Yumbo is uh, interesting right now. They haven't got a stage win. Uh we, there's several times you see the and, and I expect, I expect, let's say um vinegar wins the tour. You're gonna see it if that's the case, you're gonna see him actually get a stage win at some point. Um, he has to drop Pogacar, and Pogachar seems to be coming up on a up level where I think Vinigo is kind of the same and kind of plateauing if nothing else. And so he's got to be able to get a stage win and, or Wout or SEP someone. And this is not happening. It's not like last year where you saw Wout kind of throwing it down whenever he wanted to getting stage win here, stage win there, breaking away in the yellow Jersey, taking out time. Uh, it's just not quite happening. And he needs to focus on the, I think the team overall goal is more important. If you start, mixing this focus it's going to be more problematic and if that's the case then you're going to obviously have a downfall in the team and you can't you got to have you got to have totally um total concentration for everything for the team so they still need to get a win who's going to win this next stage let's take a look at here i'm sorry i forgot to 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 give pick winners uh it's going to be a breakaway that that's what i think is going to be for the next stage um That's not the right one. Let's take a look here. Pro cycling stats. There we go. Stage 11. Let's go to stage 12. I think it's prime for a breakaway. And this one is probably not going to be a sprinter. You're going to see the Bilbao types. The ones we just saw, Chavez. Who else was in there? Uh, Chris Nilsson. Nillins. I think that's a great opportunity. Maybe the uh, Jorgensen's back into there. It's not hard enough for uh, Mike Woods. But you're going to see something like that. I, I don't foresee you're going to um, anticipate necessarily a, a sprint's finish. But if you do, it could be the Mads Pedersen once again or Philipson. Are you kidding me? Victor says thanks for the live streaming between two his podcast. Thank you everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Like subscribe this page, this this uh, whole thing.